Yeah. All right. All right, boys. You ready to start this episode? Yeah, my headphones mm. are covered in syrup. <laughs> perfect time to start. Yeah, it's perfect time to start. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, uh, Tuesday catch up might be a super spider event. Jake has COVID. Matt's not wearing pants. It's Tuesday, December 15th. Hit the music. Give me pictures of Spider Man. I don't know how to read. At that point, yeah. not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the boss. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in. You are listening to the Tuesday catch up. I am, every time the theme song plays, I'm that meme of the black kid, like, like screaming, like, rage music. Every time I hear the, put some fucking headphones in, my brain goes like, it's time. It's podcast time. Uh, Why it does is, it have to be black? Because that's what the meme is. Uh, don't try oh, to trap okay. me in this. I'm not, step, I'm not <laughs> stepping in it. The stepped in it award is coming later. Uh, it is Tuesday, December 15th. It's episode two of the Revival sequel spinoff podcast, The Tuesday Catch-Up. Um... I am able to leave the house today. It's here's how the sausage is made. It's actually the ninth or something of December. I'm off quarantine. I can now leave today. I'm going to Big Apple Bagels after this after this podcast. But I digress. Jake has COVID. Jake's gonna die. Uh, Jake, how are you feeling? I'm currently dead. R.I.P. Jake. Um, That's it. <laughs> now, from a chronological timeline of events. We did do the first podcast. I was COVID positive. Yes. Zach had been positive earlier this year. Um, and then after the podcast finishes recording, Jake gets COVID. Is the Tuesday catch-up a super spreader event? I think the only logical conclusion is that it is and that <laughs> this virus clearly travels through wavelengths, and I got it from you, so therefore... It's the 5G? Mm-hmm. It's, it has to be the 5G. We can, Horizon. We can certainly. Horizon. No free ads. No free ads. <laughs> we can certainly ask Craig about it when he's on later on. Yeah. Um, and so, is he on today? He is on today. We are going to have oh, Craig Spears on this episode. Yes. Yeah, it's a packed episode coming at you uh, from the Tuesday catch up. Um, boys, I want to start off with something a little hot, but first I want to see how you guys are doing. Is anybody, anything, anything glaring going on in your guys' lives, or has everything been pretty kind of cool? Matt, you just spilled a plate of pancakes on the floor. You got syrup on your headphones. How are you doing this fine morning? I, uh, overall, terrible. Mm. <laughs> but I will say, actually, you know, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. I saved 90% of the eggs and the uh, lemon blueberry pancakes that I put into a waffle maker. Um, so, you know what? Life is, life is pretty good, but I have a life update. Uh, last week we talked about hobbies that we wanted to do, and I actually did some woodworking, oh, and it turned shit. out pretty damn cool. And I'm gonna show you guys. Um, just to see, uh, you know, holidays are coming up. I decided to make some charcuterie boards for people. So um, let me see if I can just do a little tilt here. Matt, can you pronounce charcuterie again? Charcuterie. <laughs> uh, we're gonna clip that for the mispronunciation of the year. We're gonna. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> definitely going think, on the I list. Think I was literally just thinking that Ch- I was gonna Ch- nominate Ch- Matt for charcuterie. Charcuterie, <laughs> like you're. <laughs> I think Matt might be closer than you guys calling it charcuterie. Shark. How do you spell charcuterie? Yeah. It's S. It's charcuterie. Yeah, shark. It's C H A R. Like share. Okay. It's not charcuterie. It's a charcuterie. Shark tutory. Shark tutory. Shit. All right. Anyways, Matt, you did woodworking. Congratulations. Way to actually dive into the hobby. Uh, did I pick a hobby last time? 
You said woodworking. I did say woodworking. Didn't do it. Um, and so I did it, and I made some charcuterie boards. Charcuterie. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Anybody else? Anything going on around the table? Also, wait. Uh, last week, I said wrenching, and uh, speed is king, and I changed Matt's oil, and we soldered on a new headlight for him. The Stoopings are hobby bros. We need to get you guys a DIY YouTube channel and just let you God, run wild. I'm, I'm telling I you. I love it. Our, our content arms could really start to spread here. Our wings could spread. Did, Nate, Nate, myself, and, uh, and HodgePodge and other people just remodeled the entire home. Not one lick was on YouTube. Now that is a travesty. If you build this a house, happened. if you remodel a house and you don't put it on YouTube, did you remodel a house? Definitely not. I, I <laughs> knew as yeah. soon as I downloaded TikTok, I thought I could be viral. If you don't. I was going to say, if you didn't. Go ahead. No, no, you go, Jake. I was going to say, if you didn't post an Instagram story of a before and after photo of your room, did you even remodel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if I it. did. I don't think I did. It's got to be the side by side. It's, it's got to be like a full Instagram story. Like, it's always a two minute fucking story. And it starts in like the, the front door. Like, it's always like <laughs> our our little home. And it's like, bam, the door. And then it changes to like a slightly better door. <laughs> Wait, room by it, room. Gets, it gets better. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no I don't. <laughs> yeah, they do the video, and it's got the Green Day time of your life. Who, <laughs> what have you seen a time of your life by Green Day as the drop back? That's a graduation song, not a home remodel. No, that's that's yeah. the go. That's the go-to a song for a tearjerker PowerPoint or like picture slides of like the end of something really, really nice, like yeah. a life or like a lacrosse season or like literally anything that like comes to an end and you're like, oh, oh shit. A life, a lacrosse season. <laughs> They're the same thing. They're both, they both deserve the Green Day treatment. That's the go-to tearjerker though. Do we say oh, that God. that might be the most versatile sad song of all time? The most versatile move on song of all time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's up there. I know Cold or uh, Viva La Vida. Uh, Coldplay had one, right? That was like mm-hmm. always kind of mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, I that was. Know, I don't what what, what was. about uh, like Viva? So. Time after time. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. I think that, that one is or the song one. from Titanic. Oh one? yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's my heart will go on by Celine Dion, right? Yeah, yeah. My heart will go on. Yeah, that's yeah. I feel like that's yeah, that's a good one too. Um, Matt, I just also let's revisit this lemon blueberry. Um, yeah. Anybody else have quarrels with that, or is it just a chummy taste bud thing? That's you. That sounds amazing. Okay, it okay. is amazing. I'm, I'm not being on lemon, like, especially lemon. That's an blueberry. all-time flavor combination. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, co- color me. I mean, chum, let me let me paint a picture. Neither one is either, is uh, you know too flavorful in one department. You know, it's like pancake base with a little touch of blueberry, a touch of lemon. Hmm. Mm. Okay. You know. All, mm-hmm. right. all right. I hear. You. I hear. You. And you just threw it in the waffle maker. Yeah, threw it in waffle maker. It's bomb. Oh, and another. I had three double eggs today. Like, like cracked two yolk, cracked two yolk, cracked crack two, two yolk. yolk. Yeah. Yep. Whoa. Back to back, to back double yolk eggs. I've never had one double yolk egg. So three back to back. I think we're in for a good episode. Go get a lotto ticket, brother. I actually should. Although I feel like I just won the lottery, so maybe I, lo- I used all my luck. luck. Might be out. Your luck might be out. Damn right, the cholesterol uh, lottery. So I'm looking here. <laughs> I'm looking here at our show notes. Um. Oh, Harley was. Oh, well, we can't hear Harley just yet. He's like over here thinking my jokes are failing. Hey, we hadn't heard. We hadn't heard a damn joke Harley said, and apparently he Harley just thinks he's striking out over there, like he's <laughs> shooting for the fences. 
Harley, would you like to retroactively say your jokes now that they're out of context? Um, now it's just, I said lemon blueberry is like a scone, pancake, waffle, all in one. Yep. It's not, not funny anymore. Mm. No. Um, no, nothing works retroactively. <laughs> I know, but I think you should. I think, I think for the love of the game, you should hit every comment you said in the last five minutes and just give them to us plain yeah. without context. Um, you said something about Big Apple Bagels, and I said no free ads. <laughs> Solid. It was it was all a little, little shit. just talking like shit uh, in the background. <laughs> That's fair. We're talking we're talking bagels. Uh, who's had a tomato bagel or pizza bagel? Like legit. That is I that is had the that best for dinner last night. The oh, best yeah, bagel of all time. Like, is the bagel itself a pizza bagel, or is it a bagel? And then it's you got like tomato sauce, sauce and, and a ton of cheese on it. Yeah, and you make that. it at home. Like you make it at home. No, right? no, 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 no. They have them at Big Apple Bagel. What? Get it, get it. What? Maybe, maybe toasted or without toasted, and then cream cheese on it, which is kind of a point of contention. Do you put cream cheese on a pizza bagel? No, you don't put yes, cream cheese. Does do. not belong near pizza. I what think you f- have to, dude. No, dude, do it. It's do so it. good. Chum, I swear to God, try it. You guys are psychopaths. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll bring them to the uh, to the confirmed to the award show. All I'll right. Venmo you the two dollars when you go to to Big Apple Bagels. Yardog, so Yardog, I'm gonna need you to mute yourself, maybe. Or or do work that mute button. It's getting pretty pretty rustly. Okay, let's jump into the show notes here. Uh, first one under the headings of uh, what's going on in the world. Billy Mays is dead. Dot dot dot. Remember? Anyone care to elaborate on how that uh, made it into the show notes? <laughs> <laughs> that nope. was that, that was that was in my phone notes because one day I was watching an infomercial and I was like, damn, where's that Billy Mays guy? And then I was like, shit, he's dead. Uh, so I used to be huge in the YouTube game and I'll never give out the channel, but there are like six or seven fantastic content pieces out there of me at like 13. Like we used <laughs> to do full on like videos, like six minutes, highly edited, very nice videos. And I used to love to pretend I was Billy Mays. And when he died was like, I, I it's like, it's to me, this is going to be controversial. Maybe I'll cut this. It was like 9-11. It was like, where were you when Billy Mays died? Where were you when Billy Mays died? <laughs> and that's how I felt. I remember I was, I, was, I was at my house and Chase texted me. He's like, dude, Billy Mays is dead. And I jumped on the internet because like at this time, social media wasn't crazy like fast. Like It's not like Twitter where like if someone dies or like coughs, you can hear about it in a minute on Twitter. It was like a developing news story where like they thought he was dead and then he wasn't dead and then he was dead and then he actually turned out to be dead. And... uh we, oh, Billy. we, we, dude, it was a tough day because we were like, that was our favorite. Like, I, we, he was my, he was my, our inspiration for a lot of characters in our skits. A, li- a little part of you died with him. 100%. Another fantastic product. And like, people used to uh, uh, dub him over on YouTube and it was like so good. Or they would like clip him in. And so that hurt. I mean, where were you guys when Billy Mays died? Well, I remember it like <laughs> yesterday. Not a I just blank stares across the board. <laughs> um, Chum, can I propose something? You may. Um, let's say we get another YouTube video to like, or uh, or a podcast listen to like thousand. Would you throw a link? Maybe. There's a couple good ones. I mean, some of them were not tasteful. Like there was one. So one of them, <laughs> I was a one of them. I was a drug dealer, and I dealt it. it you know what? I'm not even gonna try to get into the plots. There's well, some I mean, more. Yeah. If, if Dave Chappelle more, can do it, you can do it. <laughs> more or less tasteful than comparing Billy May's death to 9/11. More tasteful. 
That okay. are you telling me that wasn't tasteful? I, all right, listen. I, I just want to tell our listeners something. Sometimes I say things for the love of the game, for the love of the pod. I will, I will put myself out there on a limb, and that was one of those times I took a chance. I was brave. Yeah, don't, don't cut that. I'm not don't cutting cut that. that. I'm not cutting that. The minute I got the pop from you guys, I went, "That's not leaving. That's I'm not fucking leaving." <laughs> uh, okay, number two on the list. Chum hates Christmas. I do hate Christmas for now. I, no, I, 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 don't Scrooge me yet. Okay, I had this talk with Lucy last night. And now I'm back onto Christmas. I'm back the Christmas spirit but at the time of writing the notes for the episode I did hate Christmas and I think it's because I couldn't leave the house and everybody's out buying gifts and I felt the pressure of Christmas like Harley and Cassie let me all right I'm gonna go I'm gonna beef with Harley really quick Harley and Cassie for years are like macaroni art gift givers like they're they're they (laughs) they're bare minimum effort gift givers and this year out of nowhere the one year i can't go out and buy gifts for like the for two weeks i can't actually get ahead of the game for christmas they're like we got you guys the coolest gifts like they're just talking shit over text messages about all the good gift giving they're doing and so i'm like what the frick like how am i supposed to keep up with any of this stuff um and it started to kind of jade me a little bit and then Lucy went out shopping yesterday and she came home. She had a story for me about the Dollar Tree, what happened at the Dollar Tree. So um, I believe there's two stories. One, she was in the aisles and now, you know, with COVID um, going on, they have the one-way sections on the aisles. So you're like the arrow going this way, arrow going this way, and you should follow. Harley, you know this or is they don't you know, follow them up by you? They don't do that up here. Okay, so it places, the uh, civilized places, uh, <laughs> with high traffic, you know, more than like 10 people, um, the, the aisles have a flow so that you're not like crossing each other's paths face to face. You're going, you're going nuts to butts the whole time, like the whole shopping experience. So Lucy is a habitual rule follower on that. And I'd be good on her, right? She's doing the, she's doing the right thing. But you know, if like, if you're over 40 and you're a woman, you're probably not following that because you're a Karen. And so Karen was going down the wrong way and Lucy passed her and stopped. And then Lucy was like, no, I'm too far down the aisle. I'm not turning around and going the wrong way so that I can appease this lady who was wearing her mask under her mouth, like was doing like the chin strap, like chin diaper. Yeah. The chin, chin the diaper. Chin diaper. Yeah. yeah. So Lucy's like, fuck it. I'm going to passive aggressively go like past this in the right way. Right. Like that's the way I would handle it. I would just try to pound on through. I wouldn't say anything. She's like leaning it. into the shelves. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Give her, pretty give her much. a little shoulder check while you pass her. And this lady. <laughs> now, now let me set the stage here, people. And, and, and it's Christmas time at the dollar store. So Lucy leans into the shelves and you go and pass it. And the lady goes, excuse you. And Lucy's like, now, now, yeah, yeah, right? I'm like, what the, f-? when she told me this, and then she's like, look, at, and then Lucy snapped back. She's like, look at the signs, or like, look at the floor, or like, you're going the wrong way, or whatever. Like, look at the, look at the one-way sign. And the, and the lady just like mumbled under her breath and was talking shit. That's one, that's one instance of people being assholes on Christmas. Number two, she gets up to the register and waits in line. There's four registers. Now, we're at the Dollar Tree, people, okay? Everything's a freaking dollar, so you can tell the employees probably aren't having the best time either. Like, you're getting, it's just not, it's not a fun time for anybody. And Lucy waits in line quite a bit. She said it was packed there. And one of the registers is closing. Like, dear, so there's four open registers, tons of people, and register three is closing. And the lady's like, all right, everybody, like, I'm closing my register. Please go to a different one if you're trying to come up here. Like, I'll check out these last two. So she checks them out and then turns her light off and is, like, cashing out her drawer. And these ladies who are in line, another set of Karens, um, got their demographics, 40-year-old plus white females, um, are like, wait, we just waited in line all this time and you're not going to check us out? And the lady's like, I need to get home. I need to catch the bus to go home. Like, you're just going to have to go wait in line with everybody else. And these ladies, like three or four of them, just started cussing out the red, like the the hourly employee at a Dollar Tree. And, I, and I'm hearing this and I'm going, 
they should have canceled Christmas this year. Like, there's too many angry people out there for us to do this whole brick-and-mortar retail, climbing-over-each-other Black Friday-esque shopping. Um, it should have been Let's all... just give all our money to Amazon. That's what I said last night. But I mean, Amazon's I got, doing something right. I got two things. Okay. Harley, don't expect anything really great since they're shopping at the dollar store for you. Um, <laughs> so Christmas... It's going to be light. Uh, canceled. Um, and I think we only got like one more week of it. And I think everyone's going to hit Christmas and just chill out. Right. I just think that like some people like, so here's, I guess, let me, let me wrap it all home. My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving because it's all of the feel goods of Christmas. It's food, family, getting everybody back in town together, celebration, minus the pressure of like your family and gifts and having to like, like the only person I really truly enjoy buying gifts for is Lucy because we live together and I know her. And like having to buy gifts for like, I have a secret Santa at work. I don't know these people. What am I supposed to get them something like a memento? Like I've never met almost anybody I work with in person. Get them like booze and a gift card. That's basically what I do. I guess. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, it's tough, man. Christmas, Chris, bah humbug is what I sent in the family group chat the other day. And I was skewered (laughs) for it. I was skewered for it. I'm alienated from my, my anti-Christmas thoughts. And now, you know, upon saying it out loud in the microphone, I'm starting to realize how much of a scrooge i do sound like and i'm back on christmas thanks for letting me break that out. Hey, did you at least have you at least have a year of you can get me a bad gift on to give evidence to hayden's macaroni art point one time <laughs> i went to a, this is gonna make me sound like a total piece of shit do it <laughs> i went to a packer game on christmas eve um had totally not bought christmas presents yet for my siblings and was like pretty drunk and got home at like 10 30 and had my mom take me to Walgreens so that I could get Hayden a Cassie gift card. Walgreens. <laughs> he got home hammered. Yeah, at like 11 o'clock. And so like we got like newspaper wrapped Walgreens gifts the next morning. Here, Chubb, have some Claritin D. Dude, <laughs> on me, man. And like there was a couple years there where I like I'm a good gift giver and I went I would like would go yard on Christmas most years and I'm finally I'm a little jaded by my siblings that I don't want to buy them great gifts this year and I know it's not the spirit take, take of the season off. I'm gonna take a year off on you guys it's I, this whole this whole you know thing um, but anyways I don't want to just let's not scrooge this whole thing up let me go to my my other point is have you guys ever given or received a terrible secret Santa gift or botched the whole process completely? I mean, Harley, that's a great example of just gift giving in general, but does anyone have like an ideal Um, gift story? I I did arguably even worse in secret Santa. (laughs) Um, We had a $20 roommate secret Santa and I accidentally left the thrift store like sticker on there and spent well under $20 and gave my roommate a $5 shake weight. (laughs) (laughs) But he enjoyed it and did some like video calisthenics for us the next day in our living room. And it was pretty hysterical. I do like that. Um, Anybody else have a bad secret Santa or bad gift giving experience where you gave or received a terrible gift? I got one for you. Let me set the scene. This is Jake mid teens. This is me after high school. Oh no. Hang on, Jake. Hang on, Jake. Hang on. Stop. Just kidding. Um, the internet would cut out, so we'll let you start. All right, so uh, set the stage for us again, starting now. All right, let me set the stage for you. This is Jake during high school, first job. He's got some money in the bank. He goes, you know what? I'm finally going to spend some money on my sister. Mm. <laughs> so <clears throat> my thought was, her favorite movie's Elf. I'm going to go and get her a signed Will Ferrell photo. 
oh, of shit. him in Elf. So I go on eBay, I buy it, it comes in the mail, I look at it, and I quickly realize that it's clearly a fake. Yes. <laughs> $50, $50 on a fake signed Will Ferrell photo. And then I was like, well, I'm panicking. So then I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So then I go to Target and I go to the discounted uh, you know, DVD barrel. And I find Elf in there, and I get her a $5 DVD from Elf and Fuzzy Socks and a Bath Bomb. And I give it to her, and she literally says, this is the worst gift I've ever received in my life. (laughs) So then I hand her the Will Ferrell photo, and I say, how about this? And I give it to her, and she's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. She's freaking out, right? And I'm like, how do I have the heart to tell her that this is a fake? You don't. You don't. You don't. Afterwards. So long story short, I uh, I told her and she threw it away. So. Can you imagine <laughs> if you did, can you imagine if you didn't tell her and you just let it out on the pod like seven years later, like this dark secret you've been harboring about a gift you gave? Looking back at it, I probably should have done that, but uh, I'm also like the worst person ever for holding in a secret. So don't trust me with anything. <laughs> That's a great thing to know. Thank you for letting us know that. Mm-hmm. You're not my podcast confidant. I'll continue to talk shit to Harley. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so I also gave a really bad secret Santa gift. Uh, I worked, for those of you who are longtime listeners of the podcast, I took a very corporate job for a few months and sucked my soul straight out my body. Like, else? What? No, it's no. McDonald's is a cakewalk compared to the shit I. That was very corporate. Yeah, at this corporate place that I went, and I don't. I'm not going to slander their name, but anyways, I hated it. I gained a bunch of weight. It was the worst three, four months of my life. Um, and we had Secret Santa. Obviously, it, it, it overlaps with Christmas, and we had Secret Santa. And the reason I hated the bo- uh, the job so much was the boss. I just did not. We didn't vibe. She, she was a c word, and I'm proud to say oh. that. And maybe Google. I'll cut it. Maybe I won't. Probably not. I'm going to leave that in there. You know, if you're a C, you deserve to be called a C. C for Karen, right? C for Karen. <laughs> yep. With four letters. If you can spell Karen with four letters and three of them are UNT, that's her. Anyways, <laughs> I got her name in Secret Santa and I go, okay. Now, what do I do? Uh, I don't really know anything about her. I know like what she likes. So she likes the, boy, the band Boys to Men. And I'm like, okay. I, she's obsessed with Boys to Men. Never listened to a fucking song of their life. I don't. And then, and then also likes. Um, bar, it, it, the activity bar, like which is like, like somewhere between working out and like ballet. Like, like ba- it's ballet, but not really. Like you're just like kind of micro movements on a How bar. Or it, I couldn't imagine paying sixty dollars a month to be part of a bar gym. I'd rather die, honestly. I think yeah. so. It's um, not that bad. Whatever, Harley. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you Jesus, Harley. Harley. <laughs> Come on, man. So, anyways, I am like. I just put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off. Cause like, if you don't like someone, you're not going to gift shop for them and gift shopping's tough as it is. Um, so I finally, the night before we're doing secret Santa, I'm like sprinting around town trying to figure out what to get. And I land on, I bought t- a blank wine glass and a blank coffee mug and then printed out pictures of boys to men and like something else and tried to literally like, uh, like the, the mud pie glue or whatever and glue it onto there. <laughs> and there's wrinkles in all this shit. Like all, it's like the worst gift I've ever given. And we get made- it. What? It probably made you look really dumb. Oh, so <laughs> dumb, dude. So dumb. And we're all in this conference room, like eating, like with like corporate bottles lunch, like whatever. And, and then I give the gift and everybody else like went out and did really well, like got good gifts and then i was the last person to go and of course i have the boss and like i gave these this terrible coffee mug and terrible wine glass and i'm like getting uncomfortable again talking about it 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 was 
looking like in the moment worst day of my life i was like i fucking hate christmas and then and now like now i look back and i'm like good like you you know what for, you deserve to not have a good christmas that one um that's my worst story i mean bag of dog poop i uh, dude i would i want to do the adam sandler light it on fire on the porch but <laughs> it is what it is it is what it's it is. poop again it's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we get into the next thing, Chum's got to take a piss. So two two minute break. Two minute break. Hey, we're back. I took a piss. Uh, okay, I do want to talk about this ranking holiday movies slash Christmas music. Um, I don't know really, really where to go with this. I we listen to a lot of Christmas music lately, and it just kind of bugs me that there hasn't been a single Christmas classic to come out since like the eighties. Like I don't know. Like is there a certain threshold where Blues, all of a sudden... Blues Traveler's Christmas? Fire. Well, what's that? They like, um, they made an album? Is it originals or just covers? Original. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I just, I think that we're in need of like a fresh take on Christmas. Like, I love the classics, but you literally, like we went out for a drive. We've gone on a couple drives to look at Christmas lights. <clears throat> and by last night, I think we had heard every single Christmas song like three or four times. I'm like, okay, there's yeah. got, we need more. Like it's a, there's, you can't, you know, it's a whole month like of, of holiday. And obviously our, arguably Christmas music starts right after Thanksgiving, you know, or on Thanksgiving. That's well over a month of Christmas music. And sometimes it stretches to New Year's. So like, what do you do? You know what? I, I'll tell you this. I'm going to put together the best and most modern Christmas music playlist ever, and I'll share it on, on the Instagram. I'll share it to you guys. Um, but I've got faith in the Stubing family Christmas music. Yes. I uh, would also like to throw out there, if anyone would like to join my band, a.k.a. Jake, um, we're going to go triple murder. We're going to create our own modern Christmas album. Mm, three Wise Men or something? <laughs> like, do like Do like – a real big play like are you going to be is it going to be more like rock and blues or is it going to be more like soft and sweet oh we're going to hit the whole spectrum i think you got to really target an audience maybe pick like something that hasn't been hit like gay christians or something like that <laughs> they don't have wow. enough stuff really like really niche <laughs> demographics really niche <laughs> just go just get into it um okay so any other any other thoughts on like the best Christmas movies or music to watch? Like I need we need a little more juice over this house as far as movies the, the to watch. Twitch, I mean, this has to be this has to be of recent, right? What DMX Rudolph. Yep. <laughs> but i know what you're saying that's an old song just redone um so it doesn't really count mm, okay yeah no i well either way it's nice to think about um are there any christmas movies that are flying under the radar we're not hearing about harley it looked like you had one um can you hear me we can hear yes. you buddy i was saying the twisted sister christmas album is a it's pretty good oh. if you guys have never heard that um, no. Well, the one that I watched last night that I sent to you, Hayden, that was a pretty good Christmas movie. I did like that one as Christmas movie. It's called The Night Before. It has uh, yeah, Rogan, oh, Gordon Levitt, or what is it? James Gordon Joseph Levitt. Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. You get it. 
Um, and then uh, <laughs> Anthony Mackie, the Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. 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 So the those are good Christmas movies. Amount of drugs Seth Rogen takes in that is so damn funny. Yeah, I was. He's like, I was I'm freaking out. out. I'm gonna just uh, balance the mushrooms with the coke. <laughs> <laughs> His face in the back of the car when he's like. Yeah. You look more I'm creepy. Cool. Yeah, that one's actually worth yeah. a watch. I, I, that, that, that got the that got their Tuesday catch up <clears throat> stamp of approval. How uh, about one that, uh, Oh, go ahead, Matt. No, I was gonna it's probably the same one. One the Stubing family likes quite a bit is uh, Office Christmas Party. Haven't seen it, mm, heard good things. Yep. Heard real good things. It's similar Very along the night before uh vibe, I like, would say. Debauchery Christmas is a good niche where I think is like uh, it's 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 kind of explored now, but like when it first came out, it's like that's a great take on Christmas. Like, yeah, you know, it needs more love. Not like it needs more love. Not like mm-hmm. small town, small town guy meets big city dreams advertising agent lady. She comes home, realizes that's what she wants, and then moves like the hallmark. We need more debauchery Christmas or like other Christmas. Um, I suggest that next week we come up with our own hallmark debauchery Christmas movie uh, failed pitch. I, mm. I think we make a claymation debauchery Christmas movie. Mm. That's that's really niche. Claymation is something that can, yeah, claymation, yeah. like <laughs> robot chicken esque. I love it. Nate, I don't, I don't even want to explore uh, this. <laughs> uh, I do want to explore another Christmas movie that I think uh, it's a little bit older, but I think it flies under the radar, and that's Unaccompanied Minors. Um, that's pretty funny. What? Uh, give us a synopsis, because the title alone is uh, a little misleading. It's like uh, kids are stuck in an airport on Christmas, and they have to thwart Billy Bob Thornton. Thornton. Oh, my God. I've seen that movie. It's so good. I think I watched it with you. I honestly think I was at your house, and it was on. Quite possibly. Fez, it flies under the radar. It's really good. I do remember that now. I have, I have, I have, yeah, okay. Maybe we, yeah. Oh, and it has, like, the entire Simple Plan Christmas, Christmas uh, album on there, which is, you know, on, it's, some of those are original. You know what my least favorite Christmas song is right now? Santa Baby by Ariana Grande. I do not enjoy the sexualization of Santa Claus. He, uh, Santa Baby in general is a terrible, terrible song. Like, it needs to be the ad libs like that, okay, How did on. that survive cancel culture? This is <laughs> exactly, fuck? exactly. It's like hurry down the chimney tonight, and then you hear the ad lib in the background. It's bad. Mwah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> that like, I think the line of sexualizing Santa Claus stops at "I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus." I don't think you take it further than that. Like that, that's even like on the line. That is uh, well, I don't know. It's kind of a cute play on words. Like, oh, Santa's not really real. Like, it's really my dad. It's really my dad, but like, oh my god, it's Santa, which is probably traumatizing to a kid. You know what, what? I'm saying? Well, yeah, well, Matt, sorry, to it but no, I do. I hate it because also, like, I don't really like Ariana Grande's voice, and I don't like that song in general, and I don't like the t- like the. It's just a, not a good song. And you hate Christmas, and I and I don't want everyone to listen to this and be like, man, like Hayden really hates Christmas because then I'll never like then I'm then I then that becomes a mark on me, you know, and I don't want that. Maybe I just need like a Ghost of Christmas Past sort of like encounter to kind of juice me back up a little bit. So we'll see. Um, speaking of things, I got the Tuesday catch-up stamp of approval. Uh, would love to introduce you guys to something coming up here in a few weeks. The first annual Saucies. 2020 was a rough year. And you know what 2020 needs is more recognition for things that went well. And the Tuesday catch-up's here to do that for you. And we're going to do it through the saucies current categories more to be added but current standing categories are best mispronunciation of the year on the pod it's probably going to be me and matt battling it out 
<laughs> Florida Man of the Year. We'll look at the, all the Florida Man stories of 2020 and determine who was the most Floridiest man of the year. The Bermuda Triangle Award. What happened to that person? People who f- came into the spotlight and left as quick as they came. Billy Mays. The TikTok oh. Award. Oof, ouch. TikTok <laughs> Award. Uh, we're going to look through and who had the tickiest talk of all time. Who who really scratched the Tuesday ketchup itch? The saucies. Tomato person of the year. Which one of our listeners was so loyal, came back with us through the Revival Reboot sequel spinoff? Uh, another category, best podcast revival of the year. <laughs> pretty pretty small <laughs> category. Yeah, you got that one in the bag. Front runner. <laughs> Tune in in a few weeks to find out who your nominees are and who won the Saucies. So I'm pretty excited for that one, guys. I think that's going to be a great award show, making an annual thing. Um, if you've got certain, you know, if you want to nominate somebody, hit us up in the uh, the Tuesday Catch at gmail.com, at the Instagram, the Twitter, whatever. We'll check it all. Business ideas. Uh, I want to make us some money. Uh, so we guys, you money, guys, money, 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 I would love for you guys as investors to kind of sit here and... and money! Money! <laughs> money. Uh, I would love for... I used to play that song anytime I made a sale at work. I would just play that song super loud just because it would kind of like juice me up a little bit. I didn't get to hear it too often, but I did I did do that. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to start with my easy one. Okay, I'm going to get you guys warmed up. Night Quill. It's a clear Night Quill spinoff. Almost copied to detail, but I want to get a team of scientists together and figure out how to actually make the Night Quill stop being tired at one point. Every time you take Night Quill, what's the worst thing that happens in the morning? Too tired. You're too freaking tired. Even after coffee, your eyes are are your eyes are closed. They look like little buttholes. Like nothing feels good after taking Nyquil. You get the best sleep of your life, but you also it takes until about two in the afternoon to come back. My preposition. I've, yes. I've got a solution for that. Yes. Uh, okay. It's two. <laughs> yeah. So it's two pills. The outer shell is a quick dissolving Nyquil barrier. On the mm. inside, it's a. Um, after the outer thing uh, dissolves, that kicks in after six hours, and that is full of cocaine. Mm. And so that seeps into your system at you know six or seven in the morning, and by the time you wake up, you're ready and raring to go. Not bad. Uh, I do want to be able to put this on a Walgreens shelf. So Night Quill maybe is a tablet, like you said, coated in Night Quill, or mostly Night Quill. It's a gel capsule of Night Quill, and the inside is a very small dose of Adderall. So sure. that way, it's legal cocaine. Um, and what would happen is, you know, you'd take it and then right at the time release, it's like seven hours of great deep sleep. And then at the end it just kicks in and then you wake up feeling awake, alert, refreshed night quill because it's only for the night. As a member of the, uh, FDA, um, mm. I would like to go out on a limb here and just say like, Oh, I think the kids are going to splice these pills in half and then start tripping because you're, you're, you're an upper and a downer at the same time, you know, let it dissolve at the same time. And, you know, um, so which I'm a fan of. I think that uh, sounds to, fun. To have a successful drug in Walgreens, it has to tiptoe the line of, like, recreational drug use and normal, like, great drug. I mean, just look at um, the Walton's. Robitussin. Look mm-hmm. at the, uh, the people who yeah. did hydrocodone who just got billions of right, dollars saying, or sued billions of dollars. We'll just the but best drug on the market. Here's how we protect ourselves. We do the glass case. We have to go ask the person to do it. Oh right, right, right. So like that's what Anyways, can I uh, can I get can I any investors on this table that want in on the night quill because it's only investor, for the night? customer, and uh, I'll even promote the thing. Okay, Nate, marketer. Oh, I'm I'm in all all around. Okay, Jake, I think with the recent legalization of cocaine in Oregon, I think we're a lot 
further along the track than you think. So for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> Jake, what if? Hang on, let me rip you back in. Night Night Quill Plus in Oregon. It's a product unique to that geographic region, which is is not Adderall. It's actually made with the king. So it's made. Okay, can we add mushrooms to it? Nope. Yeah. All right, you're still out. You're fired. Don't watch it. Harley, uh, investor uh, partner. I'm also out. It's pretty dangerous to mess with big pharmaceuticals profit, and I don't want NyQuil executives on my case. So Whatever, I'm dude. out. That's right. true. Elon Fine. Musk is going to come <laughs> okay. Okay. down your door. <laughs> okay, okay. Product, uh, product number two for our corporate fellows out there. What's the worst part about sitting in corporate meetings? Having a meeting. corporate job. Everybody says the same thing. It's someone says something, and then your job is to unmute yourself and say the same thing in reverse order or with two different words. How do we solve this so you can get back to uh, sitting there and, and surfing the internet or shopping on Amazon, playing videos, whatever you want to do? It's called the Jargonator. What you do is you put this plug in into your browser, and it goes into your Zoom, and it will listen and then give a call in response to that question. So if someone's like, I think I deduce that. Um, we need to up this by 6% this quarter. And then the jargonator would be like, uh, uh, due to this research, I think that we're about 94% short of where we want to be this quarter. Like it's just going to basically reverse the sentence and send it back into the waves. And then you're basically, you're going to get a promotion because you're active and involved in bright in meetings, but without having to, you know, do the actual work of, um, you know, doing the, doing the talking. So any quick I, questions for me? I have a me? suggested design feature. Please. Um, when it can't figure out how to rejargonate the sentence, it just says it's all about finding the balance. Love that. Love that. It's yes. It's all about finding the balance. Or I'm gonna have to chew on this one. Let's take it offline. Uh, other great responses are that's a great point. Insert name. I think we should circle back to that later. <laughs> Those are plus features. So you can. So the jargonator itself, base offering, is just it like repeats what someone else says as like a unique thought. The jargonator plus gives you a soundboard where you can just hit like, great point. Let's circle back to that later. Or let me touch base with so and so on that. And those and that's the and jargonator. So does it use your own voice? Do you have to like say a certain number of words into the yes. jargonator so that it can? Use your, your tone. Unfortunately, the setup portion is this. It, it's going to monitor you on a few Zoom calls first to get your person, to get your voice in there. But after that, this, uh, the Jargonator is AI, so it'll just kind of run after that. Uh, uh, I'm in. Okay. So I have I've, a monetization uh, idea. Yes, sir. So it's jargoning, and uh, it gets spun to you for, uh, for an answer, and it goes, hmm, you know, I really like this idea, but I'd really like to hear what Karen has to say. And then it automatically sends it over to Karen, but it also sends her an email saying like, hey, if you don't want to answer these, click my link. <laughs> but, but here's the danger. So there is a pitfall here. Is that if, if Karen also downloads the Jargonator, will the Jargonator's jargon too much? <laughs> they become, you know, like, like self-aware. Is there ever too much jargon? Is there know. ever too much jargon? It, it's, in a, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> well, let's circle back to it later, but let's, let's focus on the task at hand. Um, I think you should really be able to turn up the vulgarity of this thing because I've I've heard some really hilarious vulgar business jargon. Like, and, um, like I think, what? Please give example. I would love to hear it. Um, like no, just <laughs> odd, odd funny sayings. I'll have to circle back to this uh, next week. I've got a buddy who uh, <laughs> is very good at this uh, lewd business jargon. So I think we should chew on this and circle back next week. 
I like there that. Let's go. let's yeah. Let, let's take this offline and chat about it later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually I think the jargonator is a thousand percent an idea I'm behind. Uh, can I get any other investors with me? I'm in. In. Nice. In. Okay. My last idea, guys. Have you ever wondered like how long you spend in a certain room, or like do you ever get really meta and be like, man, I wonder how often I actually sit in that chair. Like, is it worth having in my house, or is this you know, this kind of thing? Have you ever have you ever thought about that? Mm-mm. Really? So I sit like I think about like my recliner. I'm sitting there watching TV. I'm like, man, I don't sit in my recliner much, but it just sits in the corner of the room. Like, I wonder how long I've actually sat in that thing, or I wonder like how much time I spend pooping during the day. Like, is it 20 minutes, 40 minutes, 60 minutes? Like, where you know what's the time spent? Introducing to you a mobile app that integrates with your house, house statistics. At the end of the week, it'll give you a wrap-up report of all the things you did in your house and send it to your phone. So you can see, like, sat in recliner for 77 minutes this week or pooped for four and a half hours. Or it's like, like uh, you know, like that, those kind of statistics. So you can really get a good view of, like, is this a room worth redecorating? Is this a room that I'm spending a lot of time in? I don't know. House statistics. It's what your house does. I'm pretty sure Alexa's already doing that. Craig Spiracy. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think if you ask Jeff Bezos for that information, I think he would give it to you. Well, we'll integrate with your Amazon Alexa so you don't have to buy a separate piece of hardware. But Housestistics is a downloadable app because it's Housestistics. It's what your house does. It's, it's, it's packaging the data they're already collecting on you. Correct. It's like BI for your house. Housestistics. It's what your house does. It's what your house does. Do you guys like it? Uh, I love the catchphrase. That's yeah. outstanding. Do you like did you that? Just come up with that? I did. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a marketer at heart, baby. That's my that That's was that was my brain working. Outstanding. Uh, outstanding. So, I I think you maybe sell like a journal that goes along with it, like a personal development program where you have them record what they're doing in their house too. Yes, because what would be great is like all of us with our home gyms now, right? Is to be like actually get a statistical comparison. Like you spent two thousand dollars on workout equipment. You've spent. This much time using it at your current wages of $23 an hour, you are losing money. Like, that would be great. House statistics. That's what your house does. You know? It's, I, think, I think I'm in. I don't know. Anybody else? Any questions for me uh, as far as the development of this product, monetization, anything of that nature? You know, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty big brothery, so I'm going to have to sit on this one and uh, come back to it next week. Mm, circle back. I'm going to okay. be out because the last thing I need is Jeff Bezos jerking off to more images of me. Um, he's already he's already watching through my camera, my laptop. He's listening to the podcast right now. Um, but I just want to live my life. I don't want to be told what I'm doing. I want to take a poop when I want. I want to work out when I want. And I can't be having a computer or Jeffy, old Jeffy boy or Zark Fuckerberg let me know what I'm doing and what not doing. All right. All right. That's fair. So uh, is anybody else in? It sounds like everybody's out on me. I think I think Mr. Bezos is a big Tuesday catch-up fan. He might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to save him from the guillotine, though. Sorry. When the revolution comes, <laughs> la, la revolution. <laughs> All right, fuck it. I'll take on that idea by myself. I don't need you guys. All right, I see there's one more business idea here. Uh, who would like to present to the board? Oh, reverse ice cubes? What? Um, <laughs> it's like an ice cube, but hot. You got coffee. You've got hot chocolate. You don't want it to get cold. Maybe you're outside. You're you know shoveling snow. You've got a cup of coffee out on the front porch. You want it to keep it hot. And it's a little ball of fire. Um, that you put into your uh, hot coffee and it keeps it hot, perfect temperature. Question. Yeah. Uh, is this like you know how they have like those plastic ice cubes you can stick in your freezer and then drop in your drink? Is this similar yeah. but they're microwavable? Uh, it's a one-time use ball of fire. Um, 
I don't. I don't <laughs> quite understand. Um, is it? Keep, are you sure this isn't just hand warmer packets? Mm. Um, a little bit more magical, perhaps. Um, okay. The technology hasn't been invented yet, but um, it'll gotcha. get there someday. See, because the way I'm seeing this, and I, my brain started working, like, what if we had, like, you know, those immersion blenders? And I'm like, what if it was just hot? But isn't that the same as just fucking microwaving your food? No, microwaves jostle around the H2O to make it hot. Uh, immersion blender just kind of spins it around. I don't know. Could you have a But mini- I'm saying even from your perspective, this ice cube, this reverse ice cube, I'm sorry, fire yeah. cube. Yeah. You drop it in and it's just instantly hot or like what? How does it work? Yeah, it comes in a little uh, uh, recyclable package that's made out of 100% plant material. You peel it open. Once the oxygen hits it, then it starts warming up a little bit. You toss it in the in the coffee or whatever. Once it hits liquid, then it starts bubbling. It starts rolling and then it's a little bit of fire, you know. How long does it take? It'll keep it long for a day or keep it, keep no. it hot for a day. Oh, it keeps things hot for a day. But how long does it take to get hot? Two seconds. So it's faster than a microwave. Yes. And it'll keep it at a certain temperature. Nate, um, I'm in. Good. I think I'm in. I'm in as well. I don't get the tech, but I'm in. You don't have to. I, I'm in. Um, I just got a message from Craig Spiracy. Please tag him in. Give him the link. Let's. Uh, he, said, he said he's ten and a half minutes out, but... He said he would be willing to pull over and join from the car if we can't wait that long. But I think we can wait. We oh, can yeah. wait. We got, give we got him, questions. Give him the answer. link. Yeah, give him the link. We'll uh, we'll move on to uh, we'll move on to uh, listener questions, or should we do uh, some Craigslist misconnections? <laughs> Craigslist misconnections. All right, new segment alert. Uh, we don't know the title of the segment just yet. Right now, it's just Craigslist misconnections. Tuesday Ketchup's going to help some people find love uh, via the interwebs. Matt, you've been doing a lot of research. You've been figuring out, you know, the people that need the help. Uh, please walk us through what you found. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I would uh, consider myself a, a guru in this department. Not at all, actually. Um, but you know what? Everyone's looking for love. You got all the apps. You got the swipey swipey. And you know what? These people are old school. They're go. They're taking it to the streets via Craigslist, uh, trying to find some love that they just missed the opportunity on. And I think you know what? We have the the platform and the outlet. Um, we can help. Um, and okay. all these are very, very local. So who knows? <laughs> um, and some are terrifying. So I'm going to just give you a warning. Um, Chum, I think with this, though, I would love to underlay some uh, some some tunes underneath this. You want some smooth uh, jazz or something? Like kind of in the yeah, background? Yeah, that would be phenomenal. Uh, like, um, let me hear. I'll sample a couple and then I'll throw it in yeah. post production. How does that sound? Or do you want that, do you want be... do you want me just to play it in the background? I, you know, it sounds a little cheap. No, you can play play it in the. It doesn't have to be live. Um, but okay. just you know, I want this to uh, fully get the get the feels. You know. All right, give me one second here. I'm going to pull up a little bit of smooth jazz and I'll play it right here in the background real quick. Okay. Love the chimes. That's a solid start. All right. Well, get going. We'll, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start off with the first one. It's short and simple. Uh, Appleton West Restore. So you know it's a it's top quality store. Uh, I joked with you about breaking things in the plumbing section. Sure would be nice to see you without a mask. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> if you know this person, that's so reach out. <laughs> that's so 2020. No, but like, yeah. wait. So that wait, the back end of that is. If you know this person, please reach out. I, I don't know. There's no contact information except for the number, but uh, no free ads. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I, I like to follow this to fruition, right? Like, does that person, let's say they had a similar feeling to that conversation. Like, that person yeah. I met in the plumbing section was so sweet. 
do you, you tell people about that or are you going on Craigslist looking for that person? Is that like, that's the nature of the misconnection? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you're hoping that they had that same magical experience of breaking things in the plumbing aisle. And they're like, you know what? I want to see if they wrote about me on Craigslist. Matt, may I ask you to do some research for next week on something? Yes. How many converted misconnections there have been? Like how many success oh. stories? I would love to would, see the, the creatures I, that have done this. I would love to see that as well, actually. Because um, I would imagine it's like 0.005%, but you never know. The, love finds its way. All right. All right. Uh, keep going with us. Let's, let's, let's do some more connections. All right. This is another one. We're stepping it up just a tiny bit. Title is Show and See in Appleton. Male looking for a buddy to explore with. Send your stats and let's figure something out. That's not a misconnection. That's just a... That's a call uh, for sex. A, yeah. That's not... That, one, like, <laughs> that Matt, one I was just thinking was pretty funny. Matt, you're just giving free ads out now. <laughs> free ads. Well, this guy's just looking for a buddy. Send your statistics. Are they playing... <laughs> Are they playing pickup basketball? He's looking for a buddy. He's looking looking for for a pickup basketball friend or something. He's like, send me your statistics. Like, I ran a four four in high school, like that kind of thing. I'm pretty sure that's the just the ad for the party mansion from It's Always Sunny. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's a bicep, bro. It's a bicep. Yeah, you can't add pictures on these. So, (laughs) I wish you could. All right, there's a business idea. I have two left. I have two left. This one's called Jim Cuties in Appleton. Mm. So if you go to the gym. And you're a cutie. And you're a cutie. (laughs) Was working out this morning at the gym on the east side of Appleton. We kept making eye contact. You had the most beautiful eyes. We both, he spelled it wrong. We both were doing leg day. That's when you know it's love. Mm. You were with your friend. She had blonde hair. Send me a pic or tell me about the gym. Hope we can meet up for our own workout, winky face. Wow. Jesus Christ. It, It really said send me a pic or tell me about the gym? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, so, you got to prove uh, that they're them. Otherwise, yeah, exactly. you could just you be you know, talking with a random. Oh, he's like protecting himself from getting um, catfish. Yeah, he, just yeah, he yeah. doesn't want this other guy who's looking for a buddy. I thought he was like, hey, I was the girl. It sounded like he was soliciting nudes on the um, on the online, but no, I was wrong. I miss. Hey, I mean, look at me judging a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that the pick, if they received a nude, they wouldn't be upset about it. Because uh, it's a little, uh, little, you know, own workout winky face. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. little uh, eh, skip. All right, this is the this is the money bag though. This is the one I really wanted to show you guys. Um, this is where it gets pretty greasy. Mm. Um, Grand shoot, uh, most of you are familiar with. Kind of a greasy area, anyways. Um, and the title is Motel Ten Nineteen Seventeen. I don't know you. You don't know me. I slipped you a key card under the door at the Motel Six in Grand Chute. My room number was 215. I was on the bed face down. You used me for an hour and left me full. I want you again. Tell me what you forgot in the room and I'll slip you a key card again. Guess and get lucky if you're not this guy otherwise. <laughs> this oh, is on Craigslist, people. My God. I, <laughs> I don't know what to think right now. I read it and I was so. You probably bamboozled. read the face. And I don't even use that word. Harley, look like you had a thought on this one. Uh, no, I'm trying to get my mic to work. There it goes. <laughs> we hear you. Harley, what All are right, your I'm thoughts? Thrilled. Okay, hang on. Let's. So this is this was a female? Yes. Hmm. I will, I assume. Uh, 
I would. I don't know if it's a female. Uh, okay, so oh. what what motel was it? Motel Six. Motel Six, room two fifteen. Um, Classic. Noted. Never rent a room two fifteen for Motel Six in Grand Chute. Yeah, and don't forget something in there either. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. <laughs> um, no, this one uh, definitely is a misconnection. They. I don't know even what to start with on this one. So hopefully they find each other. I I'm I'm rooting for love here. Love love wins. Love triumphs. Love. Um, yeah. Maybe next week, just spitballing. We try to guess what the people writing the misconnection look like. I don't want to start Ooh. with that last one because I just feel weird in my tummy right no. now. I, I don't feel good. Uh, I'm sure that did as well. That guy did as well. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, yeah. they're all filled up. They're all filled <laughs> up, ready to go. <laughs> left, left them full. Oh, left our I hearts. Our hearts that. full. Full. Great. Fantastic. Uh, oh. Harley, do you have an ETA on the Craig Spears here? Should we dive into some listener questions and bring him on? I think listener cues because he's going to be another five minutes or so. All right. All right. Uh, you ask, we answer. That's the drill. Tuesday catch up. Listener questions. Messenger bag. Uh, looks like this first one here. <clears throat> Did we ask this or is this something that got asked to us? What actor played RoboCop? Is that was that someone misunderstanding that we were getting asked the questions and this is a question for our, our people? Or is this? I'm just curious. I, otherwise, I'll, I'll continue. Uh, Google this search. is. This is a question that we're supposed to answer. Okay. What actor played RoboCop in the acclaimed films RoboCop 1, RoboCop 2, and RoboCop 3? Is it Aren't... Sylvester Stallone? I thought it was John... Schwarzenegger. You said John Schwarzenegger? Oh, no, no, no. It is Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're right. <laughs> it's Arnold. Um, and I did want to note on the, on the thing, it says possible Howie Mandel effect because uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was never in any RoboCop movie and he was not the lead. What? what? Yeah. So what was he? He wasn't in it. It was just a different actor, an unknown guy, a blonde guy. <laughs> Does anyone see Greg in the corner? Nelson yeah. Mandela. Oh, my God. All right. Hang on here. Uh, starting now, we welcome on the man, the myth, the legend. Craig from Craig Spiracy Corner joins us for his return to the pod. Let's give it up for him, boys. Uh, wow, this is, this is bizarre. It, bizarre indeed. Bizarre. <laughs> these are bizarre times, my friend. <laughs> these this, well, these well, are trying yeah, times. I, mean, uh, I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to log in, getting on, and all of a sudden I look and boop, I'm in, and I see everybody. This is I like your high tech generation. They, yep. Well, that's us. <laughs> that's us, baby. Tuesday catch up difference. Uh, I don't have a ton of notes written down here. I was going to kind of let you riff, but let's start here. How are you? What's going on? What you been up to? We we talked. We chatted a little bit about you. This so give you some context. This is our second episode back. Um, first episode we did recap briefly, albeit briefly, that you are COVID immune and that you were going to road trip down to Texas with someone younger than most of the hosts on this podcast, and you might be dead in a trunk in Oklahoma. Glad to see you're still alive. How did that trip go? Did you go? What's up? Uh, well, no, we didn't. We didn't go. It uh, turns out, and I, I won't share those circumstances, uh, uh, he got things taken care of all on his own, and uh, uh, still thinking I'm maybe taking a road trip to Texas just because it'd be a blast, and uh, I am doing well. The COVID thing and all that, um, I mean, I got, I got, a, you know the joke that I shared with you guys with uh, Todd and I having a conversation? 
No, it is. I mean, everybody knows that that COVID is, you know, it is real and people are dying. But you know, we gotta we gotta at least laugh at life. And so I quipped to uh, uh, your your uncle Todd. I says, hey, I says, you know that COVID. I says the, I mean, think about it. You know, like deaf people, they don't get it. They never heard of it. And he says, yeah, the blind people, they, they never saw it coming. And I said, even the mentally handicapped are immune. They just don't get it. Oh. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, we just got to leave that one where it is. But, uh, yeah, doing well, feeling the Christmas spirit. I uh, went back and just kind of recapped. And I had been on a hiatus there for, I counted it up, almost 90 days of uh, – no news. A news purge. Now, please say that we didn't get you back into the news. I hope we didn't plunge you back into the depths that is 2020's media because I don't want to do that to you. I can't. I don't want that on my conscience. Uh, no, no. I just, uh, I, I, in fact, I had poked once and just tried to look in at things. I said, no, that's that's not for me. Uh, but but I did look back and uh, I got a lot more positive outlook when you take 90 days off. And as I said, even if the uh, uh, you, you don't hear about any of the political stuff, none of the hate, none of the lies, none of the crap. You don't get to hear commercials about telling you how your uh, prostate may be bad or you have erectile dysfunction. And finally, you know, when you just take all that out of your life, it really did kind of, um, what, what a refreshing thing. What mm. a refreshing thing. You're, you're, a, you're an enlightened man. Now, <clears throat> would, would it be safe to say you've been getting your news on the Astro? Harley, what was that? You you cut out a little bit. Oh, sorry. Does Dad, do you get your news from the astral plane instead of the internet? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I uh, uh, the toughest thing was uh, th- that I that I did miss was my Watchers News because I had always been following the Solar Minimum. Um, it still exists. Sunspots are still down. Like uh, I think it was 76% of the days and 77% last year. And it, it affects the weather and harvests. And so I follow those stories. And if anyone is interested, it's uh, watchers.news. It just gives you no uh, a recap of weather across the world. Now the stuff that you don't hear of. Let me, let me say, okay. So it, now just to put this on a spectrum. Okay. Here's Fox news. Here's QAnon. Where does Watchers.News <laughs> sit on that spectrum? <laughs> like somewhere in the middle, or is it more towards Fox, more towards QAnon? Uh, well, that's hilarious. I don't. I haven't watched any news in probably three years. Uh, Fox but, News. Okay, all I of know, them. I know. But but help us out. View, view like is this where where do you think that would say like mainstream news, or is this pretty far out there? Like the like a. Like Wayfair cabinets out there. Oh no, 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 no! Watchers that news is simply a website that uh, reports, you know, uh, record-breaking snow here in Canada in November that blew all their records away. A giant flood over here in Somalia, and just all these different weather events that we're not aware of because it's just not worthy news to people. But I do. When you look at it. I've got two things for you, Dad. One, okay. Do you think it's bad for people's brains to have news on everybody in the world all at once? This is going to get very meta, and then I'll bring it back to the funnies. But do you think it's bad for people's brains to be able to like to know all the bad things happening at all times across the entire world? Like, do you think we're better? Do you think you're better off when you don't have access to what's going on in other places, or do you think it's more ignorant? That Ignorance is bliss, but as long as you can uh, be selective and don't dwell on these things, I don't think it's bad. But 
depends how you're built. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's give our listeners a rundown here. For those who don't know, Craig, Craig is the Craig Spiracy corner uh, runner of that segment of the show. It's a, it's a, it is a listener favorite. We pulled him <laughs> off the air for like two weeks on a hiatus one time. He pissed me off and I, I grounded him off the podcast and people raged. I had messages in my Instagram box, the, the email, Twitter. Like, I was getting scared. They're like, this is the only reason I listen to the show is to listen to Craig. So let's set the stage here on things you believe or don't believe. Okay, it's going to be a, a true or false rundown. Okay, global warming, true or false? Uh, it's not global warming, it's solar minimum. <laughs> so do hum- humans have an effect on the climate, true or false? Uh, not nearly as much as the sun. True or false? True or false? <laughs> I, would, I would say, uh, no, that's, that's not... Okay, what, what was the question again? I think it's true or false. Humans have an effect on climate. Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, Harley, you got one here for me? I'm trying to think here. Nope. Moon landing. Moon landing. Was true or real? false? I still say it's false until uh, you guys prove me uh, wrong. Because okay. you know what? Nobody's gone back in 30 years. Very true. Do you think they saw JFK, something? JFK assassination. U.S. government or? No, it's or true or false. True or false. Oh, I just prefer to think that's all a conspiracy, but I, I never read about it. Me and Harley, so here's a little background for you, Dad. Me and Harley get skewed. You have uh, seeded conspiracies in our brain, and Harley and I are we, are we are part of a group chat that leans very far left, and then we're also part of group chats that lean very far right, and I'm ridiculed in both for my conspiratorial beliefs on certain events in history, and I blame you completely for this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now let's run down some more of these lists. Uh, COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 uh, vaccine. True or false? You will take it. True or false? Oh, I, I definitely won't take it. I actually uh, had a little conversation with Todd about it. And uh, I said, people don't understand. This is not a regular vaccine. Now, they are correct in saying, you know, all other vaccines are made. And essentially, they take some of the stuff and then they try to make a virus or, you know, the vaccine out of those out of out of the actual uh, virus itself here that because it's a cold virus that's what a covid virus is what they did is they uh it actually changes your rna and just uh put it in a nutshell dna is like the master plan so whether you're going to be a tomato a tree or a human now on an atheistic view it's just a master plan out of the out of thin air uh the a Christian view or whatever is God made the plan. But either way, there's DNA. That's the instructions. The RNA is the uh, the acid that actually, it, it's like the engineer. They will look at the plans and they will construct what the plans say. So when this, this uh, vaccine actually changes your RNA and tweaks it a little bit, to get the desired results. So bring it home. Bring bring it home as far as what that means for us. Like layman's terms, what does that mean in your eyes? It means that, you know what, it may work. Uh, It's like you're a human GMO. Is that, you know, you did uh, change a tomato and make it impervious to that, and you did make this uh, uh, strawberry that's better this way. Uh, But the problem is, is unintended consequences. When you decide that you will change the way that the engineer looks at those plans with a little tweak, that may work there, but will it affect something later on when he gets a, has a set of plans and something else is introduced and they're like, oh, crap, we shouldn't have done that. Because that's actually a really, 
that's a really important principle, the precautionary principle, waiting and seeing what happens to the other effects. Yeah, I think- so I'll, um, I'll let the other people take the vaccine first. And I, you know what? I, God bless. I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not saying it won't work. I'm just saying I'm not going to be that guy. All right. Fair. All right. Let's continue this rapid rundown. Let me start from the start again. Okay. So, uh, uh, climate change, you said false humans, humans. No, he said true. He said humans have an effect on the environment. Yeah. But he had some, uh, yeah pieces on there but i said solar minimum is far more powerful there is something sketchy going on in antarctica true or false oh absolutely uh <laughs> the moon landing was real false you had said i said false yeah uh there were fake votes in this election um <laughs> the way i looked at it you know, a simple analogy is uh i say yes there was massive fraud and the counter argument would say that well where's the proof and uh, I said, well, I says, I'll look at it this way. Let's say I knew that I had $10,000 under my pillow. And the next day it's gone. <laughs> and that person has it. And they would say, you have no proof. Now, that doesn't mean that there wasn't fraud or that I didn't have that $10,000. I just have no proof that there was fraud or in the other case that you took my $10,000. Okay, fair. All right, keep this keep this train moving. Uh, people should stockpile for the big shakeup. True or false? I think there's a lot of lot to be said for having at least a three month supply. If there's uh, when you start to count all the things going on in the world, whether it's a grid burp, whether it's it, it doesn't matter. It's just uh, reasonably prudent. Okay, Greg, is it easier to stockpile now without Hayden or Harley living there? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, they're not here to uh, go shopping in my little quick trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. We don't, we're not stealing into the stockpile anymore. All right, um, I think that wraps up my true or falses and our recap. Do you have any parting thoughts for the listeners? Welcome back. We're we're happy to have you. Give give a a short little parting wisdom to the listeners, or a little quick. Well, I, know you, I, I know you I got, got them. I got I got two little thoughts because it is Christmas, mm-hmm. and you know what? Everybody's got their lot in life. And we got to realize who we are. So this is a poem, and I've shared it before, but not to all of you. Did I write it? <laughs> no. no I, yeah, I remember those days. Um, and it's on the Internet. I, it's from 50, 60, 80 years ago. I don't know. I bargained with life for a penny, and life would pay no more, no matter how much I begged at night and counted my scanty score. For life is a just employer. It will, get, it will give you what you ask. But once you've set the wages, you must bear the task. I worked for a menial's hire only to learn dismayed. Whatever I would have asked of life, life would have willingly paid. Goosebumps. So it's just kind of something to let you know. That, you life know is what? what you make it. That's why the that's why the podcast is back, baby. We're not we ain't, we're not a bunch of sheep. We're out here trying to have a good time. We want to we want to uh, stretch our creative wings. Craig, you got you got the people hyped up on a Sunday, Tuesday, whatever. It is. You get it. <laughs> and I'll just leave them one last parting thought, and then I'm going to hang up and let you guys go. Is that? Uh, and I've shared this. You know, it's hard for me to remember what I've shared on here, or just with you know Harley and you guys, but. Um, the thought, is, thought for the day is, there's only two reasons in the world why people are not Christians. Number one, they never met a Christian. And number two, they met a Christian. 
very true. And you know what? I don't want to be that person. So uh, I love you guys. Good luck with your podcast. And I did stumble into some more conspiracies, so I'll uh, start looking at them. Oh, God. Hear- right. Hey, give it up for Craig. It's good to have you back. We love hey, you. Very good. All right. Take care, guys. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Jake. Jake. <laughs> Give, give him a yes, second. Sir. Let's let's let him hop off, Jake. <laughs> yeah, there you go, <laughs> Jake. What are your thoughts yes, sir. on your first Craig Spiracy? <clears throat> My mind is perplexed. Ex- expanded. <laughs> I would say I'm perplexed at the moment. And my mind is currently undergoing expansion. And I realized that I thought I was a conspiracy expert. I haven't even scratched the surface. Oh, dude. He, I... <laughs> he is he is down the hole. But he's like, he's one of the conspiracy theorists who doesn't let it depress him too much. Like, he's just like, yep, yeah, like, we're being all ruled. The birds are fucking drones. Like, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. <laughs> I love it. I mean, honestly, like I, like I said before, I thought I was deep in the conspiracies. I'm not even close. Wait, no, what's your I got a lot of work to do. What's up? What's your favorite or like your most uh, noteworthy conspiracy you, you uh, agree to? Uh, my most noteworthy, I would say it has to be the pyramids were built by the aliens. I mean, I think it's so obvious. Oh, either that or dinosaurs aren't real. <laughs> that's i'm not even gonna, we're not doing this we're not i feel like we went down this route another time um and there okay. was also two weeks in college where i thought the earth was flat but, but now i'm back on the round fair fair <laughs> partly because i didn't fall you're, off but, you were just yeah. experimenting in college <laughs> you were curious. that's the truth <laughs> that was my experiment it was my experimentation phase we should do craig's conspiracy corner into jake's conspiracy roundup afterwards mm, i do like the roundup Ooh. jake's jake's initial thoughts as far as i mean jake just your my brain is expanding you're going through growing pains right now uh 100 so uh pierre did just text me uh he woke up he he went pretty hard in the bayou last night we may get him as a call in here pretty soon uh but let's keep pounding through these listener questions so arnold schwarzenegger uh wasn't the robocop that's true mm. Uh, correct. Yeah, he was not, and um, we've been bamboozled by our brains, and that is another uh, Tuesday catch-up Howie Mandel effect. Now, I'm going to see here. RoboCop actor. So it wasn't Sylvester Stallone? No, it was Pete Weller. Peter Weller was the RoboCop. Wow. Okay. Nelson yeah. Mandela effect. Gotta love that. Um, here we go. What <laughs> is the Howie Mandela, Howie Mandela effect? What is the dumbest alternative to a mask you have personally seen someone use? Uh, I don't. I. I'll be honest with you. I work from home. Haven't left too much. Don't really have much. Um, any. Anyone else seen something pretty ridiculous? Um, I personally ripped a sleeve off of a of a shirt that I had in my, the trunk of my car, and so I ripped it off um, because I've, I'm very strong. Um, and then I stretched it out and put it over my face and it worked great, but I've seen people like cover their, um, their, you know, faces with their jackets and what have you, or their shirt, putting it up above. And that's, that's about it. But that was a user submitted question. Worst I've ever seen was John Gruden on the sideline. He cut the mask to perfectly shape around his mouth and nose, like a butt, like right below his lip to right on the tip of his nose. So it was like a little like thong on his face. Legitimately <laughs> looked like it was so much worse than just wearing a mask. And he was like, "Well, I got to cover my mouth and nose." Like he like to the T followed the uh, the guidelines, and he was trying to be spiteful, and he ended up just looking like he was like sniffing underwear for the whole game. I, I saw a TikTok of a guy who was wearing underwear, and it just 
the elastic band was just on over his nose. Oh, <laughs> God. It's terrible. Um, is the McRib for hillbillies or a cultured connoisseur? Hmm. Here we go. I vote hillbilly. <laughs> hillbilly. Hillbilly as fuck. I think the McRib is disgusting. I think the bun is always bad. Like, literally, I've had the McRib probably three or four times in my life. The bun always sucks. Mm -hmm. The barbecue sauce is terrible. The patty is terrible. I'm a cynic when it comes to this. Can confirm yep. that I did have, so there was the McGangbang, which is McDouble, Split, McChicken inside. We used to stop at a McDonald's on our way home from lacrosse uh, uh, games or, like, this league. And one time, I was challenged to eat the McOrgy, which was... McDouble, split, McChicken, open the McChicken, entire McRib thrown into the sandwich. And I humbly accepted I humbly accepted the challenge, and it was the worst thing in my life. That barbecue sauce is terrible. Um, so, the, yeah, I'm going to go hillbilly as well. Harley, you got a thought here? Um, I used to really like it. Not so much anymore. Like in high school, I would I would have fought to the death on McRib being good, but I'm going to go hillbilly now. You were you were a, a garbage disposal. I mean, I still am in some respects, but not for the McRib. Mostly because you mainly eat garbage out of a trash can. Yeah, you've done that before. You're like a, a resident raccoon. Uh, McRibs are pricey when you can eat for free. Indeed. Little Caesar's Pizza <laughs> on top of the dumpster is better than that any day. Uh, okay, if you were asked to pose for a Midwest edition of Playgirl, corned beefcakes addiction... Would for five thousand dollars? Would you? Uh, I, corn fed beefcake edition. I'm so sorry. Corn fed <laughs> beefcakes edition. So like just big burly dudes in like overalls or something, or like skimpy overalls. Yeah, Midwest is edition. Be, is it going to be digitized or is it just going to be print copy? Print copy only. I'll take the five thousand. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in on that. And honestly, I would. I would probably do the digitized version too. I think that's. I think that's hilarious. If it was just print copy, I'd do it for twenty five hundred. Or if it was, uh... <laughs> well, yeah. Here's a better question: What's the lowest amount you'd take to do the print copy of corn-fed beefcake, Wisconsin Playboy girl, Wisconsin Playgirl, whatever? Three trays of cornbread. One barbecue meal, I think, would probably be that. Yeah, for one sure. actual McRib. <laughs> one like, McRib. <laughs> like, like homemade McRib. Now he I was... mean, for for free if they've got a good spread. At the photo <laughs> shoot, yeah. Like we'll see what the craft services brings, but like if they yeah. bring some, they bring some barbecue. I'm there for free. Like Trade Matt, one good spread for another. I'm imagining like very. <laughs> yikes! I love that. Uh, I'm imagining very skimpy overalls, and then someone yeah. eating like very messy barbecue sauce, like down the uh, wrists. That's how I, I would want my shoot to look. I think we need our own calendar. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure that's just a Carl's Jr. commercial, but it's a guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's me. It's but Jake. It's me. <laughs> I think next summer we, we hit the cornfield. So weird after this conversation. Our what? Our targeted ads. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. We're gonna get a lot of corn-fed beefcake-looking dudes. Um, okay, let me pull up my list of listener questions here. Unless anyone has any more thoughts about what the lowest they would take to do that is. No. Okay. No. All right. No. Listener questions <clears throat> starting now. Okay. Um... Toilet paper, deodorant, socks. One has to go forever. I already don't wear deodorant most days, so that's... <laughs> Can confirm on that as well for myself. Toilet paper. I'm getting a bum gun. <laughs> oh, a bidet? Oh, come on, bring it back. What's a bum gun? Come on, it's a bidet, isn't it? It's a bidet. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was hoping it was just a uh, squirt gun from the thrift shop that Harley sprayed his butt with. 
Yeah, he's got it like angled on. No. Uh, yeah, he didn't want to pay the full full bidet price. I have a stand-up bit. Squats on a super soaker. <laughs> God. I have a stand-up bit about how when we were in Mexico, I couldn't read the instructions about which side was which or whatever, and I was like hungover and tired, and I burnt my asshole with like scalding hot bidet water. And like fell to the ground and like <laughs> it was the worst thing in my life and I haven't used a bidet since. Um, obviously the joke worked just as well here as it did when I bombed on stage. So yeah, fine. nice. Uh, I feel like um, you know you're already sunburned being in Mexico, so then why not just finish the complete? Dude, skin it was terrible. <laughs> I got on because I'm like oh, that looks like you know cool, and then I got in like just straight in. Like it was not a comforting like what they say now. I think this was back in the early bidet days though, like you know when they first were coming to North America. Um, it was like like ten years ago. Uh, they need one with like targeted butthole tracking technology, so it can just <laughs> spray your butt. Business perfectly. idea. There we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. sure people will really love having a camera in their toilet. Whatever, dude. <laughs> can you imagine if someone hacked that and like started a website on like just straight up bidet cam? <laughs> oh my god! You know how gross that would be. Ninety-five percent of that video is disgusting. Yeah, but there's a market for it, dude. It's the internet. There's a market for everything. Oh, yeah. That's true. There's a market. All right, Nate. Let's let's earmark that and come back to it next week. Let's circle back on bidet cams. Circle back. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, anybody else? Toilet paper, deodorant, socks, like around the table here. Socks uh, are out. I'm going barefoot, baby. I live I live in California. I wear sandals to work. I don't care. Okay, Harley. Uh, like I said, I'm getting rid of toilet paper. Oh yeah, you did. Uh, Jake. I would get rid of socks too. Birkenstocks all day, baby. Love that. Big moves. Yeah. Um, one was tell us about your tomato fiance. You coward. I did last episode. She's the best. Humble brag. I get to kiss my fiance. Bang, 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 bang. Congrats to me. Um. FMK's Fuck, Mary Kill, Ketchup Ranch Hot Sauce. Uh, oof, this ooh. is tough. Kill Ketchup, ooh. Mary Ranch F Hot Sauce. Hot Sauce like that spicy, new, big big dick energy. Ranch is very consistent, good for fries, mm-hmm. good for wings, good for everything. Ketchup, only good for fries. Mm, and eggs. Fuck eggs? you, Jake. I catch by Jake, my eggs this get morning. out of here. You're what about off the podcast. and hot sauce on the eggs? <laughs> No, dude, hot sauce on hot sauce on eggs. I think I think if you look at the the the, the Venn diagram of foods that are like ranch specific, ketchup specific, hot sauce specific. Here we go with the, the Venn area, diagram. The area oh, between God. ranch and hot Tuesday sauce is, is advocating we kill ketchup. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I, you walked right into that trap. <laughs> I mean, We're can, done. We're done. It's over. Canceled. Never mind. Forget that, forget that question. Anyways, uh, what do you consider the best Christmas song parody of all time? Song Grandma parody? Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Good song. Yeah. I, I would go the one we used to sing, like, uh, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin mm-hmm. Laid an Egg, Batmobile Lost His mm-hmm. Wheel, and the Joker Wheel. did ballet. Hey. Hey. Oh. Hey. We used to do one where we'd say each other's names and say, like, Matt's nuts roasting on an open fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That was a good one. I like that one a lot. Uh, Okay, so any other Christmas parodies from you guys? Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. Um, What took you guys so long to come back on the air? Do you guys want me to take this one? Please do. It was summer break. Summer break, yeah. dude. We went on a we went on a small vacation, and it turned into a sabbatical of eighteen months. No, here's what happened. Um, 
we 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 did we fall out of love did we have a did we have a uh we 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 were struggling to get the timing down uh the episodes felt like they were becoming hashtag stale for whatever reason whether it be preparation or chum's heart wasn't in it chum was focused on other things and all of a sudden all of a sudden we tried to revive it in winter and we weren't quite ready that secret sauce wasn't quite marinated enough yet we needed a uh, the grown-up marination to happen over 18 months so everybody hit puberty and then we came back to the podcast now and we're like this is the ideal time. We've got a little more perspective on life. We've lived through a global pandemic. You know, most, uh, you know, we, we all moved out. Nate moved back in. We, <laughs> you guys, you guys all got girlfriends and grew up a little bit. You got your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I think there was at one point where like I did throw caution away and I'm like, let's just do the fucking podcast. I don't care who listens to it. I don't care about jobs. I don't care about this, that, and the other thing. And then I was like, holy shit, I got, I kind of got to play the monopoly game a little bit, get the leverage and then I can go back into it. And that's, I think that's Fair. what happened. Fair is fair. There's a, art of the deal. Art of the deal. Art of the deal. We're back on the air. That's all that matters. Don't ask what took so long. Just be happy we're here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's well, question for that listener? Where's your patience? Yeah. Very patient. <laughs> this is the man who bought my car, so he's very patient. Nice guy. Okay. Good, good dude. Uh, great guy. Yeah. Yeah, great guy. That. We've said this on the boy? podcast before. DJ hey, Stuff. No, no uh, he's not. But DJ Stuffel is the, a nice ass guy. We've said it. We That's said it on a podcast episode like three or four times ago. No, oh, yeah, we're, we're pro did, DJ podcast. We're a pro did, uh, DJ podcast. We are a pro DJ podcast. He did uh, call the uh, wilderness, I believe. Right? He did and, and confirmed uh, confirmed that I was, uh, yeah, indeed, still banned. Yeah, he. I, I do. I do enjoy <laughs> DJ for that. Do we try that live on the pod next week? I would. That would be amazing. All right, let's do that. Okay. Uh. Okay. What's the best kind of ketchup? I think Heinz. You just go straight down the ballpark. You can't beat Heinz, yeah. or it's got to be like that. Can't re- beat it. But but here's the it's the glass bottle Heinz that you get at like a nice oh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. Fire because it's got that, that you can't get out of the bottle. Yeah, that you can't. Yeah. You got to smack the back of it, and then you get too much or too yeah, little. I'm I'm a fan of uh like cold ketchup and then like the warm fry. I don't know why, but there's something about like diner table warm ketchup on you know glass bottle. You know, I love I'm it. On it. Um, if downtown Stevens Point Roger is talking and no one is around to hear it, does he make a sound? Harley, Harley, you want to take this one? Did you ever have an encounter with Roger? I've never had an encounter with um, that man. So Roger is a man who wanders around downtown Stevens Point just talking. Like he did like 24 7, 365, just talking. He's like, just walks around. And if you get, if he locks eyes with you, he will follow you downtown and talk, talk, talk. And one day, me and my roommate went and got Chinese food and left our keys upstairs in our apartment. And he followed us all the way to our door. And I went like, okay, like, good night, Roger. And I went to unlock the door and I pulled my non-existent keys out. And I'm like, oh, my God. So now we are trapped in the cubby of an apartment, like trying to get in. And he's just talking, talking, talking. And we had to wait 40 minutes until our keys got there. I can't even tell you the contents of that conversation, but all I can tell you is he just stared at me blank in the face and talked for 40 minutes straight. It was it was like the, the hardest monologue I've ever been a part of. How was the Chinese food? Uh, cold by the time we got inside. So Damn. Right. It, it, was, it was November. I'm almost certain it was November. Uh, how long before you abandon the podcast again and leave all the tomato boys in the cold? I thought about this one. We did 55 episodes uninterrupted the first time. Then we tried to do one. So somewhere in the average, you probably got seven, eight months out of us. Enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will save the rest of the listener questions for last week. That's a lot going on here. Let me uh, shoot a text over to our boy Pierre and see if we can't get him on, huh? That, that sounds like for at least another year, right? If we get, if we get another 50 some? Yes, I think so. If we can get another 50, we're in for another year. Louisiana! 
ladies and gentlemen, now welcoming on uh, our one of one of the, the best tomato people out there. Reached out to us uh, a couple weeks back, as you heard on last week's episode for the Louisiana Minute. It is our man, straight from the Bayou, little hungover this morning, Pierre. Welcome back. Let's bring him in, boys. Oh, thanks for having me. Two weeks in a row now. Pierre, you are becoming a mainstay on the Tuesday catch-up stage. Uh, how was the last week? Are you excited for the cert? I mean, there's going to be a bump of fame, I'd imagine, for Pierre. You know, it's going to be big things down there for you. Oh, yeah, there was about four cell phones in the whole county. So they've been buzzing. People know about me now. Getting out there, making a name for Pierre Self. You are making a name for Pierre Self. Uh, I, I do want to kind of touch base, um, you know, where, boys, it sounds like you had some questions ready for Pierre. Do you want to? Do you want to kind of dive in? Should I let let the table talk to our man a little bit? Uh, most most people throw beads during Mardi Gras, um, but that's pretty typical for the vacationers in the area or coming down there to party. Uh, what does a real Cajun or what does a, a real Louisiana man throw during Mardi Gras? <laughs> oh, the beads are for the Yankees now. Now we collect shotgun empty shells. We get buckets of them. And we go around and we just chuck them at women. They show us them titties. Oh, it's a good time down here with the hot shotgun sales. You know, I that, <laughs> I love I love that. I think that's more authentic. You know, for what you guys are going for. Um, now let's talk a little cuisine here, Pierre. Uh, what is what's the what's the cuisine for Pierre? Like, what's a weekly menu? Uh, dare I say? I mean, is this sacrilegious? Say, have you ever eaten gator? You know, I know you love them, but does do you go full circle of life on them? Oh, absolutely not. Monday gumbo <laughs> tuesday gator wednesday possum thursday we go back to gumbo friday gator friday gator friday now is that fried <laughs> broiled uh grilled how do you prepare your gator and do you is it like red lobster where you pull it from the water straight that day you know like it's very it's a very uh involved experience or do you have like you've got a stock of gator in the freezer ready to rock and roll right now well we keep them as pets now <laughs> so we just go to the living room, grab whichever one eye that's weird, and then we, we take them to the kitchen, hack them up, fry them. Oh, they're good. Now, how many gators do you have in your living room at one time? Do you, I mean, it, it, now, this may be presumptuous, Pierre, but it doesn't sound like you live in the largest of, of living accommodations um, down in the bayou. So is it pretty tight with the gators in there? I mean, are you living are you nuts to butts with these guys? Single wide or double wide? Oh, it's a single wide, but we had an addition put on, okay? So we're at about 500 square feet. Now, if I go into the living room, they're probably five, six gator. I moved to Ottoman, maybe three more. You never know at one time. The doors are always open. The dogs go missing. I mean, it's chaos down here. Now, is there a flavor difference between the smaller gators and the bigger gators? Like when you when you go in on Friday, you know, gator's there... gator. <laughs> gator's gator. That's that, that is what it is. Okay, um, Pierre, wildest Cajun vacation you've ever taken, and what do you recommend for let's say Yankees like us who want to come down and visit you? Well, the best vacation I ever took, I hit a scratch off, okay? $500. <laughs> I, I was ready to retire. Now, I took a fan boat. I rented it. Took mm -hmm. it deep into the bayou with my lady, okay? Now, we found us a mess of gator, and we just took some molly, and we had ourselves a great time. Came back. Blew through the money. Got us to sell some Spirit Airlines, okay? We went to Kansas, the most beautiful place in the world. <laughs> We saw minor league baseball. We drank malt liquor. It was a beautiful time. Uh, <laughs> sign me up. I would love for you to be our trip advisor on that. Have you thought about that as a career, kind of leading people on like fan boat cruises, kind of letting them see the bayou and, and all its, for all its glory? I've seen more red roof ends 
than anybody in the country. $20 a night, you can get a weekly rate. I've seen it all, okay? I could do that for them. I've never been on Travelocity, though. I don't know what that is. I don't have a computer. I don't got nothing kind of internet down here. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Pierre, I got a little rapid fire, true or false for you. Now, we had our man Craig Spearcy on the episode today, and he, uh, he, did, he expressed like, his gratitude for, for your fanship, but I kind of wanted to compare your answers to his answers, see if you align with the Craig Spearcy. You ready for some true or false? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, climate change is impacted by humans. True or false? False. <laughs> and there's something sketchy going on in Antarctica. True. Uh, the moon landing is real. False. Uh, yeah, there was election fraud this year. A hundred percent true. <laughs> uh, you should be stockpiling in advance of the big shakeup. A hundred percent. If you're not, you're stupid. Now, what are you stockpiling? Just to dovetail off that real quick. Oh, dynamite, shotguns, <laughs> really anything that can blow something up. I mean, that's really what you got to go to. Sure, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, people. Mm, Bitcoin is the currency of the future. 100% no, because I don't know what that is. <laughs> Pierre, that was, yeah, they, that was maybe not a T-ball. All right, any final questions for our man from the Louisiana Minute, Mr. Pierre from the Bayou? I got one. Pierre, I found you on TikTok the other day. How's the fame? Well, got to tell you, it's changed me quite a bit now because you got 15,000 people watching your videos. Really, no one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you going all we don't want you going uh going famous on us going post you know going changing on us we like you just the way you are pierre all right everybody that is the louisiana minute with pierre pierre any final thoughts for us you all get out there you got a great weekend drink some booze go to a party 10 people or more get the virus have a good time <laughs> pierre from the bayou thank y'all God love damn, I love Pierre. Uh, I'm. I think he's been a. He's a great addition. Um, to to come on and you know you just love seeing fans all across country like that. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Uh, around the circle. This has been a good Tuesday catch up. Uh, final thoughts to Jake. We'll start with you. I'm in love with Craig Spiracy. I got a lot of research and work to do in order mm-hmm. to prepare my mind for expansion again. Indeed. Um, <laughs> but other than that, great episode. Happy to be here. Let's keep it rolling. Blessed. Blessed. All praise to the most high. Uh, Nate, final thoughts. Uh, I think it went great. We're, we went a little bit long, so it's this is a gift for all the people who are complaining about us. I don't know, not doing this for a year and a half. Whatever. Um, well, here's here's We're making up for it. Um, it was a great podcast. Love the Craig Spiracy, and uh, have a good week, guys. Beautiful. Biological brother, Harley, what's up? Um, Playgirl, hit me up. $2,500 for a print copy of Midwest. Best, best spread in the Midwest. That's what they call them. Uh, Matt, final thoughts from you. Uh, summer break is over. Apparently, there was a lot of voter fraud that everyone's on board with, except for that I, that I didn't believe until maybe today. Who knows? Um, I, Craig had some interesting things, although there was no data to follow it, which was classic. And, um, yeah, we're back. Uh, we hope you expanded your mind. We hope your Tuesdays are going well. We love you. Thanks for sticking around. This has been the Tuesday Catch-Up. You are all caught up. One, two, three. He as if to say, hurry boy, it's waiting there for you. It's gonna take
not to take me away. 